Oh, welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern and everything about the show at www.onlyinmiami.co, iTunes, podcast, SoundCloud, and a whole lot more. Check it out at onlyinmiami.co. And we are back live with Michael Moot. Mike, thanks for joining us on the program tonight. My pleasure, Grant. Thanks for having me. Hey, man. Always great to have the man who's always in the booth on yeah. the air. So How you doing, man? I'm awesome. Tell tell our audience a little bit about your first cover feature at uh, the New Times. It's awesome. Congratulations. Well, thank you. I would actually love to call it a cover feature, but that hasn't happened quite yet. Oh, um, okay. I did get a, a very nice uh, post today in the Broward Palm Beach New Times music blog. I guess it used to be called County Grind, but now they're just calling it um, Broward Palm Beach uh, music, but Broward Palm Beach New Times music. Blog, but anyway, um, I was lucky enough to uh, to attend the the screening of the new Jocko documentary, Jocko Pastorius documentary, early this month at the uh, Hard Rock Live, and um, even luckier to have gotten backstage and gotten a chance to to see the um, some of the principals involved in making the film, namely uh, Robert Trujillo from Metallica and uh, John Francis Pastorius the Fourth, Johnny, and uh, I got I got to spend a little time with uh, the Pastorius twins, Julius and Felix, and Really, the, the the movie is is phenomenal, Grant. Have you had a chance to check it out yet? No, I have not gotten the chance yet. So let's back up. Tell our audience a little bit about because you're you're a bass player, right? Yes. Tell our I audience am. a little bit about Jaco Pistorius. Why why is he an important uh, musician? Well, the the low hanging food is that he's uh, he has strong ties to South Florida. He was raised here in uh, in Oakland Park. It's actually a park that that uh, is is like a tribute to him. There's a Jaco Pastorius Memorial Park, but more importantly, he was to jazz bass, the electric bass, what somebody like Jimi Hendrix was to rock and roll guitar. Or if you're a jazz fan, then if you know what Charlie Parker meant to alto sax or John Coltrane was on the tenor, then you get a sense of what a lot of people consider Jaco to have meant to, to the electric bass. In other words, uh, for the layman, this is uh, the bass guitar. There's bass guitar before Jaco and bass guitar after, and primarily the way the reason I say it is because before him, bass was sort of an instrument that was sort of in the back, in the background, you know, sort of really covering the low frequency, just you know, grooving along with the drums. When Jocko comes around, he's got this gift and he's got this amazing creativity and this amazing vision where he turns the bass into a solo instrument. Where basically now, not only was he holding down the rhythm and he was uh, basically dictating the chord changes. But he was also a melodic voice, and that that was prior to Jocko unheard of. So, I mean, in, in that sense, he was just the most phenomenal. And he used to say he was the world's greatest bass player, and he he could back it up. That's the difference between Jocko and anybody else. And he really was just a a, a revolutionary musician, a once in a lifetime, just you know, uh, amazing creative force. And unfortunately, he uh. He got to a certain level in, in the jazz world. You know, he had, I think that he had one hit that maybe the average person would have heard, and it's a song called Birdland with a band that he was in uh, at the time called Weather Report. And besides doing some, some uh, touring and some, some shows that, that were mildly successful, he really never broke through uh, into the mainstream. And, and sadly, he had problems with drugs and, and, a, and a mental disorder, and he was, um, his life ended way too, way too soon in 1987. So... How old this was, was he? He was, I believe, he was thirty-five. Wow! But you know, this represents this documentary represents really the first feature-length 
uh, movie, feature-length documentary that anyone's ever done on the life and the importance and the significance of a Jaco Pastorius. So this is this is a triumph for anybody who's into jazz and anyone who's a Jaco fan like myself, and and obviously for for his family who's been long-suffering and sort of um you know they they've been in some some legal they've had some legal issues and really just Jaco's been really has not gotten his due until until now really. So and he is a local boy. He grew up in South Florida. Yeah, he was born in, in Pennsylvania. He was born in Philadelphia, but he was raised here. He moved here as a boy, and he grew up down here. I think he went to Ely High School, if I'm not mistaken. And but he definitely made his bones down here. Okay. You know, he was playing in in a, in a band called Las the Las Olas Brass, which obviously, if you're I mean, you know the area, Las Olas Boulevard, they would play all up and down um, that that area. And uh, he he joined a band called C, the CC Riders, Wayne Cochran and the CC Riders. And that's really when, when it all started to happen for him. But his big breakthrough came in 1976 when he, he released his self-titled uh, debut on, on Sony. Well, wow. So he was signed major label. It, yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he, was, he, was a, he had a deal with Sony as a solo artist. I believe he was a Columbia artist with Weather Report, and then he had a, a second solo deal with Warner Brothers before it all started to go south. But well, he, he recorded with people like Joni Mitchell. He'd done work with uh, Herbie Hancock. And uh, he, he was just, um, I mean, even uh, Ian Hunter, which who is this British rock and roll guy, he actually made a record with him. And then uh, there's there's some other French uh, gypsy jazz guitarist named Borelli Legree that they had a couple of records, but nothing, nothing really that that was uh, you can consider a hit. But you know, anybody in jazz circles really knows really knows what's up. We're gonna do this. I'm gonna play the trailer that's in your article uh, on the Broward Palm Beach New Times, okay? Because it's. It, I think it'll help people understand what we're talking about here, and it's got some of his music. So right me... on. And, and if you if you can find it, try, try to play the the mass mental version of his song "Come On, Come Over." You can have your you can have any somebody there Google it. It's actually a video video streaming on Vivo. "Come On, Come Over" by Mass Mental. Come Check on. Come on, come over. Okay. And I'll I'll give you the backstory. Yeah. Okay. After so, we come back. So we're gonna. Okay. So we're gonna play. The official trailer from Jaco, the Jaco Pistorius documentary. I like originals. Jaco is an original. You gotta understand, this was 1976. Musicians owned the music business. Everybody was experimenting. If you didn't, you were corny. There was a musical movement going on, and we were in it. So Google it, baby. <laughs> I was a kid, and I was just like, this guy is the coolest. I don't know if he'd ever live. Married to Tracy with his two kids, John and Mary. Definitely a family man, almost like a like a farmer. It was Jacob Pastorius, a genius musician and genius bass player, really the great. He could have easily just gone pop, making some records, and bam! I'm not selling out, man. Hey, man, I'm not selling out. Whether we like it or not, it's not necessarily music that makes us play a certain way. It's the life we live, it's our experiences. 
It's what we experienced as kids before we were even conscious about our own personality or what we are or what we want to do with life. That's the stuff, the torments that go on inside us. That is what comes out in music. Who is to say the chemical imbalance is a fault of nature? It could be that the chemical imbalance ushers in action that would have not been taken if you were living without it. It's the same thing I saw in the comic books. Superheroes. Hey, Dad, it's Jocko. You there? Yeah. Who was your kid? And we're back. Yeah. It's it's a story. Yeah, yeah. It's it's quite a tale, man. And and really the, the documentary doesn't hide the warts. You know, it's, oh, it's no. not it, it it's a really fair and balanced portrait of of a genius you know i mean you see his you see his rise you see his roots first you see his rise and you see you see the downfall and there there's scenes in there grant that really make it uncomfortable you know there, there's it's sad to see anybody you know in a state like he was in and it's even sadder to you know because you know how it all ends how it all turned out and to think that his family was there at the screening and this is something they live with every day i mean it's a sad story to me and i'm not related by blood i'm just a fan but i could just imagine having to go through life you know, and, and this is this is some measure of redemption. You know, this this is um now with uh, the the big thing about the timing of of the article today is that this Friday, Black Friday, the DVD is co- finally coming out. You you could buy it pretty much online or anywhere and all. In any if there are any such thing as a as a music retailer left out there, brick and mortar, you could probably buy it. But there's um, definitely available on Amazon, so it's it's going to be out there for mass consumption, and it's exciting in that, you know, now the layperson gets to gets to know who Jocko is. So, um, just to to tell our audience who who listened to this, uh, the list of folks in that video, there's uh, Joni Mitchell, uh, Flea, Herbie Hancock, uh, Bootsy Collins. um, Yeah, Sting is is in there, Carlos Santana, uh, some some of his other bandmates like Wayne uh, Wayne Shorter, who we heard in the the trailer there, was the saxophone player in uh, in Weather Report. You've got all, all sorts of people. Just coming out, you know. I mean, it's, it's the people that have been singing his praises for years. Finally, now we have them in one documentary. Yeah, well, it, you know, sometimes it's like that. Sometimes the most influential person is not the guy that hits, but rather right. the guy that inspires all those folks who then go out and make a few hits. Right, right. That's that's a very good point, Grant. And one of the people that he inspires is is uh, the the guy we we mentioned at the top, Robert Trujillo, the, who's now the He's the bass player in the biggest band in the world, Metallica. But this guy was, you know, at at the core, he's a funk jazz player. He, you know, he's he's a punk punk jazz player, like what Jocko was. You know, a lot of his voicings and a lot of his runs and a lot of, you know, the harmonics that Robert Trujillo uses in his playing, they all come from Jocko. Everybody's playing has somehow been influenced by Jocko. You know, this guy was really that that sort of a a game changer on the bass. But here's here's Robert Trujillo who saw. Uh, Jaco Pastorius on one of those uh, weather report tours in the late 70s, early 80s, who's from there. It, it kind of it changed his mindset on, on what the bass could really be, and it inspired him to play. And, and one of the things that he says is that the weather report show at the end of the 70s, you didn't have just your jazz heads there. You had the rock kids, you had your, 
share punks. You had, you know, your surfer kids, which is which he was one of them. You had all these different subsets of, of people coming together, and really the unifying uh, factor was Jocko. Was you know the show became about Jocko. You know his dancing and his playing, and he had this. You know, whenever you get a chance, or I'll send you a link or something sometimes, so you could see what his his base solo spot was. It really is it was about a show as much as it was, you know, about the the, the fireworks and he, you know, on, on the fretboard, the fretless fretboard, I may say. But it was about it was just as much about the show, about him dancing around and jumping, and you know, he had this thing where he would jump off his amplifier and you know land on the bass and make a crazy noise, and it was just people were going crazy. And so uh, I wanted yeah. to play 30 seconds from the track that you mentioned. That's what we can play, 30 seconds All right. of uh, Come On, Come Over. What's the best 30 seconds? <laughs> Where should I cue this thing up? Yeah, go, go about a minute into it where it really starts to cook. Okay. So you, so have, you, have, uh, you have Flea and Robert Trujillo, two amazing bass players on the track. You also have Stephen Perkins on drums from James Addiction. You have uh, Whit Crane from that old band, Ugly Kid Joe on vocals. There, there's a lot of talent on that one track, but it, it grooves, man. It smokes. Okay, so we're going to take a listen to Come On, Come Over by Jocko Pistorius. Okay. Yeah, man, that's that's the original. That's actually Sam and Dave, the, that that a classic song. I'm a soul man. Those are the two guys right there. Right, right. No, Sam and Dave are wonderful. They, they you know, they they're like the champions of call and response. Yeah, that's yeah. So that, you imagine you're Jocko. You're an unknown. You're recording. You're making this record, and all of a sudden you have Lenny White, who at the time was was part of Return to Forever, the biggest fusion band in the world. You had Herbie Hancock sitting in there on a session. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but I, I think that people who are not huge music fans and geeks like me don't understand that to get Sam and Dave to reunite, that's not a small thing. Those guys, yeah. I mean, it's ironic because they did call and response, but they grew to hate each other. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, they. But, I mean, they really hated each other. Like they would show up, do the show, you know, sing and dance on stage, and then walk off on opposite sides. Right, but you, let me put it to you this way: that the. The equivalent of, of somebody like Jocko getting a Sam and Dave is like you getting Dwayne Wade to play a pickup game with you. You know, I'm working a total on unknown, that. a total dismay. I'm working and, on and, it. You know, one of the bigger one of the bigger stars in the basketball universe. Maybe not so much now, but you, you know what I'm saying. Right, yeah, That's yeah. How special I know, he was. I know what you're saying, man. I know what you're saying. So, Mike, tell our audience where they can find you on Twitter or on the web. You can follow me on Twitter at Michael M I C H A E L underscore Moot. Or you can follow my PR company, Mootcom, on Twitter also, M-U-T-C-O-M-M, at M-U-T-C-O-M-M. Check out my website at mootcom.com, M-U-T-C-O-M-M.com. All righty. Mike, thank you so much for coming on the program tonight. Thanks for having me, Grant. I really appreciate the love you're, you're giving uh, the, the post and, and Jocko Pastorius and music in general, man. Thanks for all you do. You got it, brother. All we'll right, brother, be right back. This is the Only in Miami show. Hey. 